Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers a wide range of topics. So come chill with us on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Here's your host, Mr. Anderson. So 82 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I'm your host, Mr. Anderson. Thank you for tuning in today on the 4th of March, 2022. And today is what? It's Friday. It's Friday. Finally, it's Friday. Hey, um, again, appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you for everything. The subscribers, the commenters, the likers, the connectors, as you can see, the web website, the social media sites and all that is rolling along just like the train on the bottom line. So I appreciate you guys tuning in today. Hope you guys had a great Thursday. More importantly, I hope you have a great Friday and probably even more importantly than that. Have a great weekend. You work five days a week to get two days off. Life isn't fair, but use this time to relax. Don't feel bad if you need to relax. Don't feel bad if you need to reset. Don't feel feel bad if you don't feel like doing anything this weekend. You don't owe anybody anything. If you feel like you want to chill, chill. All right. All right. So today we're going to have a fun topic, a great Friday topic, uh, and it, it relates to music. And I kind of previewed it uh, yesterday. But we're going to talk about two phenomenal, monumental sounds, groundbreaking sounds from the late 60s and the late 70s. And the title is Who Had the Best Sound Between Motown, my home city, Detroit, and the Philadelphia Sound. These two musical powers back in the 70s was critical um, with developing and having these guys and gals go out, sing their hearts out. The writers write their heart out. The producers make these beats. Phenomenal time. If you grew up in that era uh, and, you know, I was a child during that time. I was born in 74. So a lot of those songs, I remember listening to it on the on the, the old school stereo, the the vinyl records, all that, man. I, I remember that stuff. And I'm definitely for people that know me, I'm definitely an old soul. I love the old 60s. 70s music is just something about it it's like you can just you can feel it you can feel the emotion you can feel the sweat you can feel the love you can feel the lyrics you can feel the harmony you can feel the beat not hearing the beat you can feel it you know what i mean uh yeah if you're music inclined you know what i'm talking about when i hear motown detroit i grew up in it parents grandmother aunts everybody i, I know motown philadelphia they haven't i'm i've never been to philadelphia but I know it's a certain it's a certain intimacy with some of those songs and we'll talk about them. So, again, we're going to talk about who had the best sound between Motown and the Philadelphia Soul, otherwise otherwise known as TSOP, the sound of Philadelphia. Um, and we I broke it down into categories. So we're going to start with history, the history of Motown. Then I'm going to have the top 10 acts, top 10 artists from Motown. Then we'll transition into the sound of Philadelphia, the history of it, top 10 acts, top 10 artists from uh, the sound of Philadelphia. And then we'll go ahead and, and pivot on back to uh, Motown, the top six songs, my personal top six songs from Motown and the top six songs from Philadelphia. So now to ensure that I don't uh, violate any YouTube copyright or artist or record company, um, restrictions or anything of that nature i will not be playing any of those songs however when i talk about the top six songs from motown and the top six songs from philadelphia 
I'll play, I'll show a picture of the artist and I'll name the title of the song along with its associated album cover or singles cover as well. Uh, the Lord has blessed me with many talents, but ladies and gentlemen, he didn't bless me with a singing voice. So instead of me trying to sing, talking about my girl, I'll just name Temptations, my girl, you'll see the picture. That'll save yourself for earache. And that'll save myself from an earache because Lord knows this man cannot sing. And then after that, we'll wrap everything up with cultural influence. Just a couple bullet points of what I think about how this uh, how this music Motown in Philadelphia influenced the culture for all races. And uh, we'll close it out on a Friday and move on to uh, this weekend. All right. So let's go ahead and get started again. This segment is called Who Had the Best Sound? Motown of Philadelphia Soul. So let's go ahead and transition to uh, history. We're going to talk about the history of Motown. Again, I'm a little biased with this growing up in Detroit, parents in Detroit, whole family in Detroit. So I definitely understand the influence of Motown, the impact of Motown. And the fun fact, my mother actually was supposed to audition for Barry Gordy uh, in the late 60s. She pulled up to West Grand Boulevard. As you can see here, this is Hitsville, USA. Me and my family uh, went there last year. And she actually pulled up in front of Hitsville and was supposed to audition for Barry Gordy. But circumstances, you know, I don't know the deets of what happened, but nonetheless, she didn't audition for him. And I think that's probably one of her biggest regrets. But I look at it as like it's just one of those things in history. Uh, the ship has kind of sailed. And if she had a you know audition, she could have been a star. This guy sitting in front of you, this guy that you're listening to wouldn't have been here, wouldn't have had a family, so on and so forth. So a lot of times we look at ourselves and look at our lives and say, why me? I should have did this. I regret this. But the Lord knows what he's doing. All right. The Lord definitely knows what he's doing. All right. So let's get back on track here. We're going to talk about the history of Motown. Um, Motown was founded in Detroit January 12th, 1959. Um, in Detroit, Michigan by Barry Gordy. Now, a little history on Barry Gordy. He was actually, he was a factory worker at the Ford, uh, at a Ford plant in Detroit. And he wanted the record label to resemble an assembly line plant. Move from here to here to here to here. Product to the customer. That's what he wanted. Uh, the records were crafted similar, again, was crafted similar to an auto factory assembly line because that was Barry Gordy's route. Just like a lot of folks back in the day, they all worked at the auto plants. The main songwriters at Motown were Smokey Robinson, Eddie Holland, Lamont Dozier, and Norman Whitfield, and also Brian Holland, who was Eddie Holland's brother. He was there as well, crafting some of those hits. Unfortunately, Motown moved to Los Angeles in 1972, thus breaking up the marriage, the city of Detroit and Los Angeles, moving from the grit, and the, 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 the grime of Detroit, the sound of Detroit, taking it to, to the West Coast and Hollywood. And a lot of people say that's where Motown kind of met the death knell. And the main reason why Barry Gordy moved Motown to Los Angeles, because he wanted to start venturing into films. And he made Mahogany and some of these other films. Uh, he felt that the music thing was great, but he wanted to be greater. Sometimes in life, you want to be good. But sometimes in life you want to be great. But I don't know if that was the right decision for Motown. It may may have been a great decision for Barry Gordy because he wanted to transition into films. But a lot of people said, I even rem remember my mother saying this, 
They wish they had left a record company in Detroit. They still had an offsite building, and that building is still there in Detroit with Motown, but the majority of Motown and his acts, they moved to Los Angeles in 1972, and a lot of people say that's where Motown kind of failed, and you know, the rest is history. All right, so that's a little wave top on Motown. Let's go ahead and transition into the Sound of Philadelphia. The Sound of Philadelphia was founded in Philadelphia in 1971 by Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, and Tom Bell, Tom Bell, who will join them later, as you can see here. Uh, the Sound of Philadelphia had a funk influence and lush instrumental arrangements, sweeping strings and piercing horns. You can hear all, all of that in most of the Sound of Philadelphia music. All of their songs, you, you just know it. When you hear it, you know it. that that's TSOP, the sound of Philadelphia, that Philadelphia soul. The label was was uh, credited for laying the ground, the groundwork for disco, which is another fun fact. Uh, and it was home to a lot of monumental acts as well. So speaking of acts, let's go and segue into the top 10 acts from Motown, the top 10 acts from Motown. The Temptations, The Supremes, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, The Four Tops, Jackson 5, Gladys Knight and the Pips, Diana Ross, and The Commodores. A lot of people don't realize The Commodores are part of Motown as well. That's when Lionel Richie was still with him. Of course, he ended up going solo and had a phenomenal career on his own. So let's transition to the top 10 acts. From the Philadelphia Soul, the sound of Philadelphia, the OJs, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, Billy Paul, Lou Rawls, Teddy Pendergrass, the Spinners. Fun fact, the Spinners are actually from Detroit. McFadden and Whitfield. Whit Whitehead, I'm sorry. Major Harris, the Stylistics, and the Delphonics. Think about that. I just named 20 people, 10 from Philadelphia. 10 from the uh, Motown. And I bet when I read those names, you could just see them. You could just see them. You can hear some of those songs. So let's go ahead and transition to the top six songs. This is my personal opinion. The top six songs from Motown. Again, I'm not, I can't play the song due to copyright infringements. Uh, I don't want any copyright. I don't want no uh, corporate lawyers knocking on my door. Right. So again, I'll just name the artist. And I will show the name, the artist and the song and show the applicable album cover or the applicable singles cover. The temptation. This is uh, in no order, but I just put top six. The top six songs from Motown. The Temptations. My girl. Marvin Gaye. What's going on? The Temptations again. Papa was a rolling stone. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Tears of a Clown. Marvin Gaye, Let's Get It On. And the Supremes, Where Did I Love Go? All right, so that was the top six songs. My personal opinion from Motown. Now let's go ahead and move to the top six songs from Philadelphia Soul. The OJs, Backstabbers. Billy Paul. Me and Mrs. Jones. The OJs for the love of money. The Stylistics, Betcha by Golly Wow. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. 
Hope that we be together soon. OJ's Stairway to Heaven. Fun fact, Stairway to Heaven is probably, I will say, in my top four songs of all time, Stairway to Heaven is number one. Stairway to Heaven is my favorite song ever to include rap, R&B, pop, whatever. Stairway to Heaven is my favorite song of all time. Reason being, when you hear Stairway to Heaven from the OJs, you feel the 1970s. You hear in those horns and some of that bass, the, the acoustics, the way they, the Leverts and those guys sound, the fusion of their voices together, all three of them. It's something about that song. When I hear Stairway to Heaven, even though the OJs are from Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, and the record label was in Philadelphia, whenever I hear that song, I feel 1970s Detroit. The potholes, the smoke coming through the ground, um, the the traffic, the people walking around. I can, I don't know what it is. I could just sense it. Maybe it's that old soul in me. I could just, it feels like grit, feels like concrete, it's harmonious, it's love, it's intimate. Like, here we go, climbing the stairway to heaven. I mean, just think about that. The, the, again, the fusion of their voices, the OJs, those deep voices. And oh my gosh, phenomenal, phenomenal. All right. So we talked about the top six songs from Motown, the top six songs from Philadelphia. Let's go ahead and transition to cultural influence. And I kind of touched on it. When you think about those songs, at least for me, those songs, you know, they were from the late sixties, the 1970s. It just feels old school even when i play them in my truck right or even at home through apple or whatever music source i use even though the sounds are modernized they're improved uh with the digital world and everything those songs still feel old they have a record player feel to it just man i'll tell you just something about them records from back in the day again i'm an old soul right i'm 47 but sometimes Song wise, I feel a little older and I'd much rather listen to records from the 60s, particularly really the 70s. Something about that era, that decade from 1970 to probably 79. You can see the transition in songs. You can see the transition in some of these songs I just named. And a lot of people don't realize when I named the Lou Rawls and the Stylistics and the OJs and some of these folks, a lot of people may not can't even associate those guys with the Philadelphia sound. When you hear Motown, you hear the Temptations, you hear Diana Ross, the Supremes, the Four Tops, all these guys, you know that's Detroit. You know that's Motown. It's synonymous, right? It goes hand in hand. But when you hear the OJs, you hear Billy Paul, Major Harris, some of these old school uh, groups, a lot of times people don't associate it with the Philadelphia sound. I could be wrong in that, but again, just growing up in Detroit, I know Smokey Robinson, the temptations that's Motown all day, but I didn't learn later in life that the OJs and, and Lou Rawls and Billy Paul and Teddy Pendergrass, I didn't know they was part of the Philadelphia. soul. again, that's, you know, ignorance on me, but I didn't learn that till years later. And then you associate with those different acts. It's amazing. All these guys that just named, a lot of them wasn't from Detroit. A lot of them wasn't from Philadelphia, 
But when you integrated all of these guys, they comprised that sound. They comp- comprised that grit. They made that grit. They had the intimate, the love, the sweat, the tears, the lyrics, the beats, the sounds, the horns, the trouble, the guitars, everything. It was Philadelphia. It was Detroit. And I don't think outside of Memphis and maybe because uh, Memphis has stacks records and some of these other places, I don't think two cities you know, can can go against Detroit and Philadelphia for Philadelphia, particularly in the 1960s and 70s. Uh, again, I love to hear you guys comment on that, especially the folks that actually was teenagers or young adults during that time. Again, I was just a little cat in diapers in 74. But again, I hear those records. I They remind me of uh, cleaning the house on a Saturday early in the morning, you know, hearing staring away to heaven or backstabbers or me and Mrs. Jones hearing those old songs. And a lot of the old school folks, the seniors, they thought that, you know, it was, you shouldn't listen to those records. It's a secular style of music, but that the music was great. The The biggest problem is a lot of those folks, uh, the groups, the males, the females, they had a lot of scandals, cheating, adultery, uh, domestic violence, so on and so forth. It's, you can look at YouTube and look at some documentaries and some of these people weren't the great. They wasn't the greatest people on earth. That's been documented. Those are facts. That's not my opinion. Um, but again, if you if you strip all that away, cut that fat all, all out the way, the music was freaking phenomenal. And I will argue against anybody. I don't think no sound was greater than the Motown sound and the Philadelphia sound of the late 60s and 70s. Now, there may have been something that can compare a close, but I think just from cultural influence, cultural impact, think about you know how everything was in the 60s late 60s and then the decades were just totally different you know what i mean kind of went off on a tangent here but to me that's the cultural influence just hearing those songs hearing the riffs the notes the harmonies the voices the basses the altos all that that's that's culture whether you white black red brown gray whatever Everyone loved those records. Hall and Notes was part of the sound of Philadelphia. You know what I mean? So it, it tell you it doesn't matter whether you white or black. Can you play the music? How do you hear the music? And probably more importantly, what mood does the music play put you in? And I think that's something that's missing with modern records. So quick, so fast. Gotta have it. Some microwave society. Well, back then they took time to craft these records. They took time to shape these records. They took time to create these records. It's like Barry Gordy. It was an assembly line. You got to go from A, B to C and out to the consumer was D. You know what I mean? So I think that's what's missing. So that's my take on culture influence. And that kind of wraps everything up here on the front on a Friday. Finally, it's Friday again, uh, just to wrap everything up and put a bow on it. We talked about who has the best sound. We asked the question, who has the best sound? Between Motown and Philadelphia, we talked about the history of both Motown and Philadelphia. We talked about the acts, top 10 acts of both Motown, Philadelphia, talked about the six songs, my personal favorite six songs for Motown, my personal favorite six Philadelphia songs. And we talked about culture influence. And I think we kind of the only thing missing is we couldn't play the songs, you know, again, 
I ain't trying to be stuck stuck with these corporate lawyers and talking about this and that. So I think just showing the picture and talking about the record, talking about how the records influence me, how they continue to influence me. Uh, again, just growing up in Detroit, man, I, I those sounds, man, it's just something about it. Can't explain it. Um, but that concludes today's uh, finally is Friday here on the 4th of March episode 82 of the trust and believe nomad cast and as we you know send everybody off this weekend again have a great weekend a safe weekend and as i stated in the intro don't feel obligated that you have to do things this weekend you know you listen to the internet you watch social media oh if you if you sleep nine hours of the day you're wrong you're slacking on life look man when you're tired you're tired you guys work monday through friday if you want to take a Saturday to close your eyes, sit on the couch, sit in the bed and eat Doritos, do whatever you need to do. You have to do what you need to do to make you happy. Don't worry about what they doing. Don't worry about what he doing. Don't worry about what she doing. Worry about what are you doing? Have a plan, man. If your plan this weekend is to not go out and get drunk, but your plan is to stay inside and get drunk. That's your plan. That's all you, man. That's all you. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. In some parts of the country, the weather's getting better. For those that like to go outside, enjoy yourself. Go shopping. Go to the store. Go to the movies. Chill at home. Go on a date. Do whatever you want to do. This is your time. We only get one lap around this thing. So make it count. So don't feel guilty that you're going to you know, make someone feel bad. Oh, you know, well, I know we're supposed to go out, but I can't. Look, man, I don't feel like going out. I don't want to go out. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to eat chips. I'm going to watch TV. You know what I'm saying? So that's the kind of attitude that we have. Not that you're trying to duck people or you don't. Sometimes, man, you just got to just take care of you. Self-care. I talked about that in many episodes ago. It's all about you. Have fun this weekend and be safe. All the best. Trust and believe. See you guys Monday. Thanks for tuning in.